This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Financial journalist, personal finance expert and author Mary Holm. Could you move that microphone a little closer to you, yep. Mary? It's just sucking sure. up my hideous voice. Okay, so you are talking about KiwiSaver because there have been some developments. Yeah, just a whole lot of different things happening all at once. And mm. so I thought I'll roll them all into one. Um, so we've got five different developments. The first one is just to note in passing that the average balance of a KiwiSaver member now must be about 20,000 as of about this minute. Because it was 19,000 <laughs> something a few months ago. Uh-huh. And so roughly... Right, Unless the share market's gone down, it might have well, and gone look, backwards. That's right. <laughs> I, I did have a quick look at the market, what the markets have done since then, <laughs> and they've basically been up. And so mm. I think, um, I don't, you know, if anyone can prove me wrong, but I'd say as of this very minute, yeah. um, the average hit 20,000, which is quite interesting because that means people have got, a, you know, most people have got a considerable amount in there that that makes it worth their while thinking a bit more about... Probably the, probably their it. most significant investment for a lot of yeah, them. Except mm. for it's houses. Like house, yeah. Yeah, if you've, if you've got a house. Yeah, yeah. And the, other, and the other little milestone is that about 60% of the population of New Zealand is in KiwiSaver now. It was, it was coming up to about 59% once again, and, and, you know, the numbers keep creeping up. And that's quite incredible, I think, by international standards. It, mm. it includes children, of course. And given that people <coughs> over 65 can't join, although that actually changes on July yeah. the 1st, but given that thus far they haven't been able to join, that having 60, 60% of people in is quite incredible, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the second... And, and, and by the way, one main reason why that's happened is the auto-enrolment, automatic enrolment of people when they get a new job has definitely made a difference to the number of people. You're keen on that, aren't you? Yeah, look, I think it's good. It, it sort of gets people in there thinking about it. Even if they're not thinking about it, they're in there, which is, mm. you know... Most of thing. us are a bit lazy. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so just, if the default is to be saving for your retirement, that's a good thing yeah, rather than the default to be doing right. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. Now, the second one is... Um, I actually mentioned this on your program way back in early April. You did. Um, but I just wanted to remind people again that there are two um, two different groups of people that might want to take action in, in the next two weeks mm-hmm. before the end of June. Um, one of them, one of them, is everybody who hasn't yet got a thousand and forty-two dollars into their KiwiSaver since last July first. Um, and if, if you can get up to $1,042 in there or more, um, then you get the maximum government contribution, which is 521 mm-hmm. Um And everybody who's an employee who's earning 35000 or more and has contributed all year, they are covered. They will have... At what in, contributed at what rate, though? At 3%, uh-huh. which is the minimum rate. Great, okay. That, so cool. employees can do. So any employee who's earning more than 35000 and has been contributing all year, they're fine. But everybody else should stop and think about whether they have got 1042 in there 
And if they don't know, and many of them won't know, they should ask their provider. And if the provider's a good provider, they will help them work it out. But you better get moving because it's mm. only a couple of weeks to do a, a, that. As you have pointed um, out, it's not quite as simple as this, but really for uh, the first $1,000 that you put into KiwiSaver each year, you get a 50% return because mm. you get 50 cents for every get dollar from the government. 50% return that, that, that year, year on yeah. that money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we can go into that some other time, but, but, it, no but it'll look, it's, it's, just, it's a really good deal. It it's is, a really yeah. good deal. Um, Anyone out there who doesn't know who their provider is, because people who have auto-enrolled don't always know, you can ring 0800 KiwiSaver mm -hmm. and have your IRD number with you when you do that and the IRD answers and tells you which, which provider you're with. Um, I just did a, a few quick, a little bit of maths on this because there are a lot of people in KiwiSaver a shockingly large number who aren't contributing their own contribution holidays. Mm. And it's a real pity. If you're on a contributions ho holiday, ooh, now it's called a saving suspension. Naughty me. Yeah. They've changed the name. Yeah. That was your um, idea, Mary. Come well, on. Yeah, I don't want to change it. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit slack, isn't it? Yeah. Saving suspension. If you're on one of those and you're not contributing... Um, and you feel you can't afford to go back, if you're an employer, you can't go back to putting in 3% of your pay, just put in um, $20 a week if you can, which is which will get you to the yeah. the 1042 a year, which will get you the maximum government contribution. If you can't put in that, if, you can, if, you, if you're on a saving suspension and you can only put in... $20, we'll put that in because it gets you $10 from the government. Mm. Every dollar you put in gets you 50 cents from the government and and it all helps. And, it, and it, I've got to say it hurts each June putting $1,000 in. So if you can set it up to go 20 bucks a week yep. so that we don't have to have this conversation next June. Yes. You know yes, what I mean? Even though, you know it's, even though you know it's good for you. You're, Jesse, you're obviously um, self-employed. But, yeah. you're, but you're also self-employed. Yeah. Employees, it's automatically coming out of their pay mm -hmm. all the time. But if you're self-employed or not employed, um, then it's up to you to put it in. And I actually set mine up, um, I would, wouldn't I? Halo, um, <laughs> $87 a month, which yeah. Or twenty dollars a week, or eighty-seven a month is how it works out, and, and that is a much more painless way yeah. of doing it. No, I do a thousand bucks in June, and then I say, Mary, yeah. Mary, can you buy the coffees this month? Yeah, <laughs> I'm all and I'm long gone. Yeah, yeah and I'm <laughs> smug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just working out though. Um, got the calculator out and had a look at, at the five hundred and twenty-one a year. If you doing if you were doing it from age eighteen to age sixty-five, that Money that government money that's coming in would amount to over a hundred thousand dollars if you're in a high risk fund, and over sixty thousand dollars if you're in a medium risk fund. Just that money, apart from the employer contributions, mm. so that's money you're otherwise missing out on. If you do it for only twenty years, um, it, it comes to about twenty thousand dollars. So if if you are now forty five and you start putting this money in, you'll get about that'll grow to about twenty thousand dollars in a high risk yeah. fund or fifteen thousand. So worthwhile. So it's really a pity not to line up and get that. Someone's so, someone's asking Mary if the five hundred dollar payment from the government is automatic or do they need to apply for it? It's automatic, really. I mean, what happens is the KiwiSaver provider feeds the information through onto IRD and it comes back, as, but as far as you're concerned, it's automatic, yeah. Um, and then the other thing th that people have got to, which I heard you promoting earlier today, people between 60 and 64 
who are not in KiwiSaver, and there's a lot of them, and they've always, you know, people have often said to me, it's not worth it, it ends at 65, um, not worth bothering with mm. now. It doesn't actually end at 65 anymore come July the 1st, um, although uh, people over 65 will be able to join. They won't get government contributions and they won't get compulsory employer contributions. Mm -hmm. They might get voluntary employer contributions if they're an employee, but in any case, they can still be in the scheme. And uh, sometime in July, we can talk a bit more about the situation mm. for them. But talking today about people between 60 and 64, the deal with people who join at that age is that they get five years of government contributions and employer contributions, compulsory employer contributions, um, regardless of... So if they join at 64, they'll get it through to 69. Um, and so I've always said to people, hey, get in there. You've got five years yeah. of $521 from the government and possibly employer contributions too if you're an employee. Um, which comes to more than the government ones come to more than twenty six hundred dollars. I mean, why would you turn that down? Mm. But um, the thing is that the everyone in that situation's got to join before the first of July, because after that the rules change and they don't get mm. the five years, regardless of the fact that they've joined over sixty. They get, they get. It'll stop at sixty five. You know, one, if you join during July or from any time after, after that, you miss out on the government contributions and compulsory employer contributions from then on. So, I mean, there is a, a trade-off going on here because people who join now, between 60 and 64, can't actually get access to their money for five years. They get five years' worth of money coming in yeah. from the government and employers. Um, the quid pro quo is that they can't get access to the money for five years. Um, but whereas normally people can get access from 65 on, mm. um, and for most people that might not matter too much, but but uh, the rules are changing so that next year they can choose. Those people, the 60 to 64-year-olds who join now before the end of July, their money is tied up for five years, but... There's going to be a change of rules next year in April 2020 where they can choose to either say, I don't want that anymore, I want access to my money now. If they do that, though, they will lose the five years of contributions past yeah. that go past 65. So I hope I haven't made that all too confusing. In general, I would say anyone between 60 and 64 who's not in, get in and get, and get that free money from the government. Why wouldn't you? Am I right yeah. thinking over 65-year-olds are not eligible for this government contribution, asks one person? Yes, that's correct. And except if you get in between 60 and 64, mm. then you're eligible for five years' worth. Um, so from 64 to 69 or from 62 to 67, et cetera. Um, but apart from that, and then after July 1st, when the 65-pluses are allowed to join, they won't get government contribution. Kate says, yeah. this is a bit off topic, but I thought I'd share it with you. Kate says, my 27-year-old son has $30,000 in KiwiSaver. He's been in it from the start with after-school jobs and on through apprenticeship and work, and he would never, ever have that saved without KiwiSaver, so she thinks it's wow. a brilliant scheme. That's terrific to hear, isn't it? And, you know, he's heading to get a first home at some also, point. Also, um, 
And someone else asks, can you talk about KiwiSaver and children, please? We could do that at some point, couldn't we? It'd be, mm-hmm. be a while since we'd uh, discussed yes. that. Yeah. Yep, that's um, okay. I'll put that on the list. I'm conscious that I could talk about KiwiSaver too much. Yeah. But but actually now that over 65-year-olds are allowed in as well, I think we won't get so much um, kickback from people saying, ah, too You've much. got to ignore the kickback, you, Mary. You, well, you do, don't you? The pushback. But we've got, we've got um, take the three more development. Yes, we've we got. <laughs> yes, Mary just never takes kickbacks, by the way. Her financial <laughs> no, advice is very, completely neutral. It, it is. I turn down cups of coffee from people sometimes because they're, you know, their sources and, mm. yeah, very good. Um, you have a lie yeah. awake thinking about how delicious those coffees would have tasted. Yeah, I do. Free coffee to taste Now, coffee. we've got. Jesse, before you get me into more trouble, we've got three more KiwiSaver developments to go and we've got about five minutes to do them in. Yeah. One is KiwiSaver statements, which come out. People would have got them in the last month or so telling you what's been happening through the year. And the FMA just did a survey recently that asked people how long they took to pick a movie and how long they took to look at their KiwiSaver statement. And surprise, surprise, people took um, a lot longer to pick a movie on average than they did to look at the KiwiSaver <laughs> statements. And look, that's understandable. But what I was just going to say about it is that you will have n- noticed in your statement this year and the last year or two that you've been getting total fees paid in dollar values. There's been a lot more information given to people um, than there used to be, what money's come in and where it's gone, etc. But the really neat thing is that next year's KiwiSaver statement is going to have some pretty useful information. It's going to tell you an estimate of how much savings you're going to have at retirement and what that would turn into in, in, in terms of weekly income while you are retired for the next 25 years. Yeah, they have makes to make, it real. Yes, it does. They've had to make a lot of, make a lot of assumptions mm. of that. They assume that you're going to continue contributing at the current rate and that you're going to stay in the same fund. But they also, you also will be told what you can do if you look at that and think that's not enough. You can move to a, a higher risk fund, perhaps, or increase your contributions. So um, that's going to be an interesting new development coming through a year from now, which I think will really help people a lot. The other two things are um, the KiwiSaver Health Checker, which is on the FMA's website. So if you um, do a search on FMA Health Checker, um, you will come across this this tool, which has been there for quite a while, but I think it's got a lot better lately. They've they've changed it quite a lot and made it easier to use and, and, and working better. And it, it takes you through, asks you four questions. Are you in the right fund? And then it has links to the sort of website to help you establish that. And then it says, could you be saving more? And it has links through to a sort of calculator and a, and a KiwiSaver deduction form. If you think I should be saving more and you need to fill out, it gives you the form to give your employer. Are you being pay, paid, paying the right amount of tax? It has a link through to IRD website to help you work that out. Are you paying too much in fees? It's got a link through to Smart Investor, which is on the sorted website. Um, what you should should do then is on the Smart Investor, sort your the KiwiSaver funds of your type out by the lowest fee. You can sort it by a whole lot of different things. And I, I suggest you sort it out by lowest fees first, and then you can see what your fund is paying in fees compared with what other people are. And you can also print out a PDF of all of that. So I've gone through that rather quickly, but I just recommend that people go and have a look at the FMA Health Checker and 
it, it sort of helps you to see if you've got everything, all your ducks in a row with, in KiwiSaver, really, basically. Um, now, the final thing, the fifth one, is asking um, listeners to send in emails on how they think KiwiSaver could be improved. Because the Commission for Financial Capability, which used to be called the Retirement Commission, is working on a review this year. It does one every few years on broadly on retirement income, including KiwiSaver, and they're going to come up with recommendations on how KiwiSaver could be made better. Last time they did that, the government took up nearly all of their recommendations, which included adding contribution rates um, of 6% and 10% that didn't used to be there. It included changing the name to saving suspension and changing the name to government contribution. Several other changes they recommended. And so the Commission is hoping that once again it'll come up with some good recommendations mm. for ways to make the scheme even better with a strong likelihood that the government will pick them up and go with them. So I'm just saying that there'll be listeners out there who've got really good ideas themselves on how to make it better. If you can send me an email, um, put the, in the subject, put KiwiSaver changes, please make it 100 words or less, preferably less. Mm. We don't want great big long books about it, but just short suggestions. And I'll be looking at those and perhaps talking about them in a future session, what people have come up with, and also forwarding the best ideas through great. to the Commission. Great, great. Yeah. Could we do some quick fire, Mary? Some what? quick fire questions? Oh, yeah, sure, yes, yes. Um, this is quite a good one. In working out how much to pay you as the government contribution, does the government count employer and employee contributions? No, really important question. It's on, only the money you put in. Yes. Okay. Um, what happens with the government contribution in the year you turn 65? Is it all or nothing or done on a pro rata basis? It's done on a pro rata basis, so yeah. And just calculate it roughly. You know, if you turn 65 three quarters of the way through the year, it'll be roughly three quarters. Just put a bit more in because you're going to be able to get it out again at 65 anyway. When does the government contribution start? Is it at 18? Yes. And so the same thing applies to in the year you turn 18. Your maximum contribution will be proportionate to how much of the KiwiSaver year, which goes from July 1 to June 30, what proportion of that year that you are 18. Okay. And uh, off topic, but just because I know this is right in your sweet spot, Sandra wants to know why she lost quite a bit of money in the last quarter of 2018 in her KiwiSaver. Oh, the, yeah, the share markets went down around the world, but they have come back up again. She says but, it was quite a shock. Yes, well, that means she hasn't been listening to you and me talking quite enough, sorry, Sandra, uh, about, because we say repeatedly over and over, if you go into the higher risk funds, they will go down, and sometimes they'll go down quite a lot. But in the long run, your, your account will grow more than in the lower risk funds. Yeah. yeah. So you're all right with it, uh, Sandra, as long as you're not planning on taking it out in the next few years. And you can find more on that uh, in previous sessions. All of Mary Holmes' conversations with me are available on the RNZ website. Just head to the podcasts page or search Mary's name. And thanks so much for coming in. It's a pleasure, Jesse.